Good morning, friends. Welcome to The Daily Bread. I'm Reverend Joseph Lee, and today's topic is called, What is in your cup? Love or hate? My sister recently sent me an analogy comparing a coffee cup to a person. The analogy goes like this. You're holding a cup of coffee, and then someone comes along and bumps you and shakes your arm, making you spill your coffee everywhere. Why did you spill the coffee? Well, I spilled it because someone bumped into me, of course. Wrong answer. You spilled the coffee because there was coffee in your cup. Had there been tea in your cup, you would have spilled tea. Whatever is inside the cup is what will spill out. Therefore, when life comes along and shakes you, which will happen, whatever is inside of you will come out. It's easy to fake it until you get rattled. So we must ask ourselves, what is in my cup? When life gets tough, what spills over? Joy, gratefulness, peace, and humility? Or anger and bitterness, harsh words and reactions? You choose. Today, let's work towards filling our cups with gratitude, forgiveness, joy, words of affirmation, and kindness, gentleness, and love for others. Let's examine this a bit further. We all, as humans, put on our best fronts when we are out in public. We have a public self and a private self. In public, we may act as if we are so good without sin or blemish. We want our friends, co-workers, and clients to think the best of us. But in private, the real you comes out. And not only that, but when one gets angry and just the right recipe might set someone off to say the most ghastly and hateful things. For instance, when people consume too much alcohol, then their inhibitions are lowered. If they are angered, they may curse and abuse you because they are intoxicated. Unfortunately, this is the real person. This was what was inside of their cup. They have shown just how dark their heart really is and the hatred they have for whomever they are cursing. Before my true conversion to Christ Jesus, I had anger and hatred inside of me. But it was through Jesus Christ's love and forgiveness that allowed myself to forgive and move forward. My angry self was cleansed and emptied and replaced with the Holy Spirit, which started to change transform, and shape my heart into the man that I am today. So, are you filled with love, or do you harbor anger, resentment, hatred towards another person? I can guarantee you that whatever is harbored inside of you, it will come out. If you do not know or have not experienced the real and true love of Jesus Christ, please consider surrendering your life to Him. He will forgive you. If you are an existing Christian but have anger problems, please reach out to a Christian counselor for help. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John fourteen six. If someone offends you or angers you, is it okay to be angry for days? I do not believe that anger is a sin, but if the emotion of anger leads to an action of assault or even murder, 
The actions are sins. Remember, in the analogy, I mentioned someone who may be intoxicated and then cursing another person or sister in Christ out. The alcohol lowered their inhibitions and actually allowed the sinful nature to take control. The Bible states in Ephesians 4, 26 and 27, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. By festering anger over a period of time, it removes you from the communion with God and allows the devil to have a foothold on this part of your life and character. In James 1.20, it reads, For anger of a man does not produce the righteousness of God. What this means is that the anger of man is more concerned about man as opposed to God. Anger rooted in sin will produce strife. See 2 Corinthians 12.20. For I fear that perhaps when I come, I may find you not as I wish, and that you may find me not as you wish, that perhaps there may be quarreling, jealousy, anger, hostility, slander, gossip, conceit, and disorder. There are consequences to being angry and allowing it to fester for days. See Matthew 5.22. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. Therefore, to avoid sin, we should forgive quickly. We need to forgive because if we do not, then how can we ask God to forgive us? Forgiveness of a wrong is what God has called us to do. Forgiveness is an act of love. And speaking of love... Take a look at 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. And as for knowledge, it will pass away. For we all know in part, and we prophesy in part. 
But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. And when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I thought as a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now hope, faith, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Practicing love will overcome anger. How can one state they love God with all their heart and with all their soul and with all their mind as well and state they love their neighbor as themselves and yet not forgive someone and fester hate in their heart? How can one say they love God and yet curse and abuse their brother and sister in Christ? Don't blame it on alcohol. The alcohol just lowered the inhibitions so that the real you showed up. If you have experienced this type of behavior, seek help from a qualified counselor or a pastor or anybody in clergy. Ask Jesus Christ to forgive you and move forward and sin no more. God will forgive you if you are genuine and really mean it. Let me pray for you. Father God, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, those that are have anger in their hearts, Lord, unforgiveness, Lord, I pray, Father, that they will repent, that they will ask forgiveness of these sins and will learn to forgive others. I pray that they will forgive their brothers and sisters for their wrongdoings so that they may be forgiven by you, Father. Because you say in the Lord's Prayer that we are to ask forgiveness of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We are to forgive those who sin against us. And you also say later on in that passage, Father, that if we do not forgive, our Father in heaven will not forgive us. So, Lord, I pray that people will ask for forgiveness. Lord, I pray that their lives will change. Lord, I pray that they will come to you and believe in you. We love you and we praise you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, friends, you've been listening to The Daily Bread. I'm Reverend Joseph Lee, and this is a work of Marketplace Evangelism Ministries, Incorporated. I hope you have a great day, and God bless.